Hello, this is Andy Cates, Senior Economist at Haver Analytics, and a big thank you for tuning in to this latest edition of our weekly podcast. Just be aware that this is being recorded a little earlier than normal, owing to logistical issues caused by the August holiday season in the UK. So some of the anxiety that's lately gripped financial markets has ebbed a little in the early half of this week, but investors are no longer actively embracing the soft landing consensus that had previously held sway. Growing evidence of economic instability in China has certainly magnified those concerns, but these are being amplified by the break higher in government bond yields and most notably in Japan's JGB yields over the last few weeks. Firmer than expected economic data from the US may have been a contributing factor behind those moves in yields, but lingering inflationary pressures in other major economies, such as the UK, coupled with reticence from policymakers to pivot toward more growth-friendly policies, have also been critical for that trend as well. And since inflation and policy tensions have been key drivers of global macroeconomic and financial market instability in recent months, it's perhaps unsurprising that alarm bells are now ringing more loudly about the economic outlook from here. We've picked up on these issues concerning China and bond markets a little further in our charts of the week publication. On the China front, for example, we note that while its lacklustre recovery in recent weeks has obviously disappointed expectations, it is arguably its more feeble structural growth foundations that are at the root of recent concerns. Its underlying demographics and a birth rate that's now lower than its debt rate in particular mean that China's productivity growth needs to do a lot of the heavy lifting to keep its economic activity humming. Yet a natural motor for productivity growth, namely capital investment, has either been poorly directed in recent years or is not now as actively encouraged as it used to be. A negative natural growth rate and a weaker investment share of GDP have been implications, but that leaves big question marks about where fertile sources of income generation might now originate from. As for bond markets, key drivers of higher yields of late are rooted in the US economy's recent resilience and lingering inflation and policy concerns in this and other major economies. But one of the arguably overlooked drivers of recent trends has arguably been the Bank of Japan and its recent decision to tweak its yield curve control policy. That tweak has generated a big sell-off in Japan's JGB market in recent weeks, uh, and this has probably incentivized a withdrawal from overseas government bond markets by domestic savers, driving yields higher in those markets as well. Looking ahead now to the next few days, the Jackson Hole Symposium is bound to generate some headlines in the US and will clearly be listened to closely for clues on the future trajectory of a monetary policy. Next week, though, is also a busy one on the data front, with a smattering of US labour market data, including the payrolls release a week on Friday. Uh, There's an inflation focus, too, with July's PCE data due next Thursday from the US, uh, and the early look at the August CPI data in a number of European economies, including for the euro area itself, uh, also next Thursday. China's PMI data for August are also due next Thursday, following the, uh, for the record, a smattering of weaker than expected euro area data earlier today. That's all from me today. Have a great week ahead.